Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today we're reading a bit of Greatest Warriors, Knights. They are really good. Mounted Warriors. In medieval times, 500 to 1500 CE, knights were the greatest warrior in Europe. A knight was a heavily armoured soldier who rode into battle on on horseback. His job was to fight for the king queen or lords in battles for land and power heavy cavalry knights were cavalry who rode onto battle on strong war horses enemy infantry were no match for these powerful mounted warriors lance a knight carried a strong wooden spear about three to four meters nine to thirteen feet long called a lance he used to attack the enemy as he charged into battle. Knights also carried swords and other weapons for fighting close in combat. Wealthy warriors. Knights were the wealthiest and most powerful soldiers in medieval times. In return for military service, they were, give, they were given land. This made them rich enough to buy the equipment they needed. Horse, armour and weapons. Fighting on foot. When a knight was knocked off from his horse, he would he would fight on foot. Most medieval fighting was grueling and bloody hand-to-hand combat. Fighting talk. Medieval warfare, knights often travelled long distances to fight in fierce battles against soldiers in other countries. Knights from Western Europe fought in religious wars called crusades against the muslim against muslim soldiers in the middle east shining armor medieval knights fought and many vicious battles as kings and nobles waged wars to increase their power to protect themselves from deadly wounds knights were, wore the strongest armor they could afford the richest knight had their best armor all chainmail early medieval knights wore chainmail armor over a padded tunic the armor was made by linking as many as 200,000 small iron rings together Helmets. Early helmets were dome-shaped and had a strip of nettle coming down over the nose. This knight wears a chainmail hood underneath his helmet for added protection. Circuit. The circuit was a cloth tunic worn on top of the chainmail armour. Suits of metal. <coughs> Sorry. Chainmail could protect the knight from being slashed with a sword but did not good good defense against arrows and spears from the 13th century knights began to wear even stronger armor made from solid plates of metal the plates were joined together to make a protective suit of armor gauntlet gloves called gauntlets were worn to protect the hands bassinet during the 14th century the bassinet became the most popular helmet amongst knights the pointed visor at the front could be lifted allowing the knight to keep cool and see clearly or lowered to protect the face during battle shield shield was used to protect the knight from blows from the his enemy's weapons shields were also often painted with an embellished called coat of arms. These embellishments helped identify knights into battle. Fighting talk. <coughs> Sorry again. Fit for battle. 
Knights had to be extremely fit to wear plate armour as a protective suit could weigh between 25 kilograms, 55 libs, and 50 kilograms, 110 libs, depending on the design. Beneath the plate, the knight wore a padded jacket called an arming doublet. The plates were attached over the doublet for from the feet outwards. The metal was riveted together or secured using leather straps. <coughs> Can I not say something on that, please? It's just taking out my time. And a knight's lance and sword were his most valuable weapons during battle. Knights had a choice of other savage weapons, such as daggers, axes, and maces, for using close hand-to-hand combat. Swords were tough and flexible, made from a mixture of steel and iron. Knights often used the same swords throughout their lives. Heavy weapons. Knights carried several weapons, adding at least 5 to 10 kilograms, 11 to 22 libs to the weight they bore. A flail was a spike teeth ball flicked to a pole by a leather strap or chain. A Francisca, I'm not sure if I'm uh, pronouncing that correct, was a lightweight throwing axe designed to penetrate armour, while the mace was a heavy club with a knobbed head. Battle axe, a heavy blow from an axe of warhammer could cause fatal injury. These weapons could also be hurled as missiles. Combat status, broadsword, the most common sword, blade type, two-edged blade, blade width, <coughs> around four to six centimeters, 1.6 in, wide at the base, and narrowing to a point, blade length. 75 to 115 centimeters 30 to 45 inch sword weight around 2 kilograms 4 libs falchion cheap rival to the broadsword blade type single edged curved blade width around 4 to 5 centimeters 1.6 to 2 inches Blade length around 60 centimeters 24 inches sword weight around 1 kilogram 2 libs the medieval battle horse a knight's war horse was his most precious and valuable possession when enemies came closer a battle horse was trained to bite and kick on command on the battlefield warrior and animal worked together like a team <coughs> capuchin I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Battle horses often wore paddled co- covers called capuchin. The cloth helped prevent sore cores. Sore, sore. Uh, the cloth helped prevent sores. I'm not sure. Let's just say caused by rubbing armor. Stirrups. Stirrups was important in medieval warfare because they helped knights keep their balance and stay in the saddles while they hit an enemy with a lance or sword. Warhorse. Rich knights rode into battle on highly trained warhorses called Deathstriders. Deathstriders were very expensive stallions with a broad back and powerful muscles and strong bones. Horses. Protection. <coughs> As knights began to wear stronger armour, the horses became target on the battlefield. Infantry sto- soldiers stabbed at them with long spears and archers shot them with arrows at night or be left in danger if his horse was killed or injured. The rich knights protected their prized possession 
with horse armor called barding. Chim, chimfon. A chimfon protected the whole of the horse's head from ear to the muzzle. Pentra. A pentra protected the horse's chest. Not all knights could afford this expensive barding as this. Battle report. The Battle of Bangkok, Scotland, 1314. Mounted English knights usually ruled the battlefield, but they met their match at Bakunan. The English had a larger army, around 20,000 against 6,000 Scots, and expected an easy victory, but the Scottish had prepared well. The battlefield was narrow, so the English army could not manoeuvre easily. When the knights charged, they hit a maze of traps, hidden pits lined with stakes designed to cripple their horses. Those that rode on fiercely tight packed formation of Scottish infantry armed with long spears called pikes. After fierce fighting, the Scots advanced and the English army collapsed. Over 11,000 were killed in the retreat. Training a knight. Knights un- underwent a long, slower training process to learn the skills they needed for the battlefield. At seven years old, boys began training skill at pages before coming, before coming squires at 14. <coughs> Not all soldiers could become knights. Most came from rich noble families. At the age of seven, noble boys were sent to the castle of a neighbouring lord to serve as pages. They worked almost as servants in return and would give us rigorous training. Activities included horse riding, swimming and wrestling. Piggyback battles taught balance and basic skills for mounted warfare. Practice scored. Swords in training were blunt or made out of wood for safety where injuries like gashes and broken fingers were common weapon training. Pages and squire practiced weapon skills every day until the age of excursion. Almost a night at the age of 14, a squire was assigned to a server a particular night. He looked after the knight's armor, weapons, and horses. He also accepted to fight alongside his master, race across the battlefield to replace broken weapons and guard prisoners. God prisoners, and if the worst happened, bury his lord. Target practice. A quintin was used to help a squire learn how to use a lance while riding a horse. Fighting talk. Quintin. The most important part of knight training was learn to to fight on the horseback. A f- piece of equipment called the quintin was used for this purpose. It had a spinning arm with a small shield at one and then heavy weight at the other. The squire had to hit the shield who was his lance and dodge the swinging weight before it unseated him. Tournaments. One day when not on the battlefield, knights showed off their skill and bravery in fighting festivals called tournaments. In front of large crowds of excited spectators, knights took part in a mock of battles and bursts of mounted combat called Jousts. The Joust. One of the main events in the tournament was on the jousting competition. Armed with your long lances, knights charged at each other on horseback. The aim was to knock over your opponent off his shorts. Pairs of knights fought until there's only one overall winner. Lance. Lances used in jousts had blunt ends, but knights still often suffered severe injuries. 
tilt, jostling like this down right handed sense of a long wooden fence. This was called the tilt. The tilt was introduced to prevent a fallen knight being trampled by his opponent's horse shield. The main target during the joust was the opportunity shield. Opponent shield. A good strong blow to shield would be enough to unseize a knight. Melees. Melees was a spectacular tournament finale. Teams up to 40 knights battled on foot or horseback. <coughs> Sometimes they fought on the plasticon, meaning for fun using blotted weapons. However, however, in the melee, an outrant meaning to the limit, deadly weapons were used and there was hardly any rules. Fighting talk, dangerous games, tournaments were extremely dangerous events for those taking part. Around 10% of knights were badly injured during a tournament and some knights were killed. To reward those prepared to take part, big prize money was offered to the victors. Knights often get to keep or sell the armor horses the warrior of the warrior they defeated too. That's it for today's episode. So see you next time. Bye!